0: Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode 39 of the Convergence podcast. This week I have my friend and amazing concept artist Anirudh Singh on the podcast. I've been following his work for quite a while now, and we have been in touch many years at this point so it was really great to look back at the journey so far and see and talk about his progress in the industry. We spoke in depth about his role while developing Raji which has become one of the most iconic games developed in India. Anirudh also spoke about his experiences on various other projects that he's been a part of and how he uses the local architecture around him as a constant source of inspiration. This was a really fun episode and I hope you get a lot of value from it so let's go. Right at the starting of the conversation I wanted to tell you something like you were one of the first concept artists from India that I was you know actively following and looking up to when I was like still trying to get into the industry so it's been great to see your progress from back then like early 2016 onwards till now you've done yeah I guess it was it was
1: It was the Facebook concept artist group, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. And the best part was, I think uh, that's when I started to uh, delve into 3D code. Mm -hmm. And you were the only one who was also uh, following that process of, you know, incorporating 3D and all that. Mm -hmm. So, and then just the same, like seeing your progress as well, how you were like each week you were evolving with 3D code. And so it was like awesome, man. Yeah, I think good, that thanks.
0: that was right when I had finished my mm-hmm. uh, architecture course and I had taken that yeah. intro to 3D concept art course by Jama. Yeah, on same, Luxquare. same. Yeah. So yeah, that was yeah, my same, but, yeah. <laughs> intro, yeah. But, but yeah, it's been amazing seeing so many concept artists from India, especially get really good from that point on in the last five, six years.
1: Exactly, um, yeah. And it was all the credit goes to Rahul man, because Mm -hmm. he was the first one to make the community and even like the guidelines that he had and like the introduction and whatever he mentioned, it it personally helped me also a lot. Like what were the industry rates? How, what was the plan that you can, you know, uh, set for yourself to make it as a concept artist. So I think it was like a good start and we actually needed it at that point of time, you know, That's true. something like that, a community. Yeah.
0: How was it for you early on because you were definitely one of the first people who got like focused towards specifically concept art and back then there were not Mm -hmm. that many people from India to you know talk to of course there were so many artists abroad that you could reach out to but there is always that factor right when you look at your home country whether that scene is developing or not. Exactly. So how was that for you? Exactly
1: yeah so it's like it has taken me a lot of time to get into concept art, mm-hmm. because when I started, there wasn't any industry or there wasn't gaming, you know, okay, animation was there. That is what I wanted to be, because like, when I was a kid, I saw this show on discovery kids called splat. Uh, so that's why, yeah. Uh, and it was a show about animation, comic books. And, you know, people, stories behind the creators of those shows. Mm -hmm. And that was the time when I actually realized that someone can make a living, you know, doing all this. So I just wanted to be an animator. No one understood what animator was because I was like, what, some six, seven years old. And I was like, someone to ask me, what do you want to be? I was like animator. And they were like, what, what, what is that? (laughs) So, yeah. So even, so that is what I wanted to do, but I was always creating stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, It was always like, I was busy with my toys, like GI Joe's He-Man and just creating stories and sketching new characters. So that was, that always intrigued me, like the creating part Mm -hmm. of, you know, creating something new. So that's when I, Arena was the only option that was nearby. I didn't want to do graduation. I want to do, just wanted to, you know, focus on this. My dad stopped me. He was like, no, you have to do your college. Okay. So I did BCom. Okay. Because because obviously there was no, you know, surety security. There wasn't a known studio for all this. So uh, that was the only option that was nearby to my place also. And I could, you know, with my studies, I, like college, I could do that. But it was like extremely disappointing mm-hmm. because the way they, they taught, it was all just, you know, producing machines or just, you know, they were just, okay, this is how you do it. This is how you click this button. This is how you, and digital painting then was just, you know, taking an image, reducing the opacity and just tracing over that. Right. right, right. So, yeah, yeah. So that was also like a very tough time because then you automatically get demotivated because you, you want, you're seeing that level of stuff and no one is teaching you that. So then I went to Delhi. Also, again there was this institute called Animaster. So there they had a good two D teacher who was teaching like the basics. So but it was all animation that time because I liked gaming. I was playing games, but that time I didn't even think about that I could make a career in gaming or there is different departments like game design or game art or or you know concept art mm-hmm. basically so it was all just pre production that is what i wanted to do you know pre production animation then slowly uh, like things started to click i actually started learning drawing and you know perspective and all that stuff human anatomy but then it was not there you know and that time comic book also there was rise in the comic book industry and i was like very interested in you know comic books since i was a kid so that's when I thought, okay, maybe this is the way to go. I am having fun with it. So I started to, you know, download all these tutorials by David Finch and, you know, all these like comic book guys. And I thought maybe I'll, you know, uh, get into comic books. So, and that times all the artists that were there were comic book artists, at least yeah. whom I was, you know, familiar with, uh, Somin Patel, Sachin Nagar, these guys. But then eventually they also started to, you know, somewhat get into concept art or they started to incorporate all that painterly sort of work. And that's when I discovered conceptart.org and all these video games concept art started popping it. And I was like blown away Hmm. because this was the calling. This, This is what I was actually doing as a kid, but I had no idea what this stuff was called. So, it's like such but a then again, uh,
0: sorry to interrupt you. It's it's just such yeah. like a long circle, right? Mm-hmm. You go through this exactly. journey of discovery when you're really young and you yeah. sort of know what you really enjoy and what you like, but it takes so many years yeah. to understand
1: what exactly that is. Exactly, exactly, because there is no culture or there is no it's it is not in our lifestyle, you know, mm-hmm. part of mainstream for us, especially at that time. You know, if it, someone has to draw, like still people consider me as a cartoonist, <laughs> Okay. you know, because they, they don't have that sort of idea yeah. for the longest time. People thought I just make cartoons. So, you know, like, and that is the reason why people from other countries are always, they always have that advantage because since like the childhood, they know they have a set plan art has been incorporated in the culture. So that way their progress is also very fast and. Like even for artists, like before me, like who are like way senior people right now, they had to go to library and search for books hmm. because right now we are best with at least internet Yeah. for them yeah. to start. They were actually, you know, searching for all these Disney art books and that's how their journey began. So it was so difficult for them. That is what uh, uh, Narej Dasi was like uh, in the college that I went to, he came as a masterclass. So he told us his struggles and I was like, wow, that just, It's so crazy. Yeah, it's
0: amazing to see now. I mean, there are so many young artists in Discord and servers like that. Exactly. They're picking it up really early. So it's great to see. Exactly.
1: And it's so inspiring to see their progress also. And it's like we are just so blessed to have all these tutorials. And like we have seen, you know, all these tutorial websites and these like Learn Squad being formed at that very point of time. And we were so happy to, okay, now we have a platform like that so it has taken time but it has been like for the good uh so yeah
0: for you as an artist like at that point where you're you know actively consuming tutorials you know there's this phase of every artist where you're really consuming a lot and then you yeah. kind of take a break from those tutorials because you want to create your own stuff also have you yeah. reached that point yet or do you feel like you're still trying to learn from these tutorials all the time where but it, at, at a certain point now, it's almost become like you look at an artwork and you can almost pinpoint which tutorial that artwork came from.
1: Exactly, exactly, exactly. And that is the thing that I want to also wanted to break away from. Mm-hmm. So it's like now the thing is I have say, supposing I want to make a particular piece. So that's when I search for tutorials mm-hmm. that might help me in making that piece better or okay. some workflows or, or something like that because for the longest point of time i was also you know just uh, caught in that loop of just consuming tutorials 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 and that but no, i think the best way is to consume it and then applying it to your artwork that's when and because and that can be really frustrating because you don't get that those results right instantly that's when you have to apply your brain also. And that takes time, but it is in the long run. It's good because right now, like, even like I took a mentorship recently, uh, okay. Cameron Morsi, and, and he was like, even in the, the problem right now in the industry is like when the, we get portfolios for higher concept artists, it's like. Whatever JAMA has created, people are just recreating that from the tutorial and having those in their mm. you know, tutorial. So, and it's not like one person, it's like 10, 40 you know, p- portfolios having the same yeah. kind of like the same light situation and the design and that. So yeah, like it's easy to get caught into that because you get that high when you're just creating that and it looks so good. But yeah, so, but uh, for me, it's like now I have reached a point where I want to like go through different tutorials, see what uh, is working for me. What interesting thing I can incorporate in that and then maybe use it see if it's working uh, that is what I'm following in my like Raji work also okay so it's just like yeah, yeah I mean, so searching for your work specifically
0: yeah. I've noticed you really draw quite a lot of inspiration from your traditional architecture from where you come from the Rajasthani yeah. architecture and the Rajput style castles and yeah. the forts that you have yeah. over there yeah early on was it like Tough for you to go towards that because it's so much easier to, you know, directly uh, latch on to like, let's say medieval castles or high-rise skyscrapers. How how was it like to find inspiration in
1: your own backyard? Exactly. So it took time and I'm actually lucky and blessed that these experiences or these scenarios happened in my life. Mm -hmm. So like going back to all the time when I was like struggling and, you know, just uh, trying to find like proper institutes or like where my education, my life would go on in this particular field because this is what I wanted to do. Okay. Comic books were not working out. And so the thing was, I, that time I found out about FZD. Okay. Yeah. But like, again, it's, it's expensive and to convince your parents that for them to send them to me to like, to FZD, and this is what I want to do. This is the field. And they are like, absolutely clueless. And that is the time, like you're done with college, like people, your friends, they are already, they have like secured jobs. They're going for masters and you're just at home. Like you're practicing day and night, but they don't see that. Mm -hmm. So then it's what, like my dad, he gave me like a challenge. He, he said that, okay, you get into NID, you do your masters. And if you get into NID, I will send you to FZT because I want you to at least secure your future because obviously like NID is for them, it held that value of you know, so and it was hard to crack also. So I cleared the exam, so like the everything all the and I made it to the studio exam. Okay. All right. Yeah, studio interview round. So that's when things got a little messed up. Okay, because I went there thinking like it is a roadies interview. And you know, (laughs) and yeah, I'm gonna be myself because that's the age and that's the shows that you're consuming that time. I was like, I'm gonna be like really honest. My dad said, Don't wear a black shirt, wear a white shirt on all these colors. And eventually, they did point out why I was wearing a black shirt. So, imagine, so yeah, so and it was like, and but the good thing that came out from that was when they saw my portfolio, okay, that time I had developed some like decent skills. Okay. I was like painting. Well, I had some original ideas also, and because I was working. So I was able to, you know, clear all the studio and all the drawing part and all the ideas part. But when they saw my work, they were like, it doesn't have a voice. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen this work so many times, you know, what is you doing this? Like, it is like so much influenced by, you know, Western culture and all that. Like, we want to see where you come from. What is your story? and that you reflect in your art. And for that time, like I was frustrated because, uh, how things were going. And I had like really good marks in all the previous exams, like test, but in the interview, I got like, like uh, 14 out of 60 or something like that. Whoa, okay. So they failed me so bad. And I was, I became like brutally honest. And I said, they were like, why do you want to join the Institute? I was like, my dad said that once I joined after completing, he'll send me to FZD and I really wanted to go to that <laughs> Institute. Just please take me in. And that is the sole reason. Otherwise I don't have like that much okay. interest in all that. So yeah, wow. they were like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> A man, moment of too much honesty, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I still, you know, regret that, but it is okay because that feedback also really helped me. Mm. And that is when I decided, okay, man, I need to, you know, really see this because you really devalue your culture because it, you feel that it's not cool because you've seen so many Japanese stuff, so many, all this cool stuff. It's just the matter of presentation and portrayal. Right. So, and that is what I wanted to see. Like, even I remember seeing Ramayan and Mahabharata as a kid and that stuff with the arrows, the VFX, it was really cool. Now imagine like same scenario, but you replace all the abilities like they do in anime or in Naruto. But then you have like all the Indian scrolls and mantras flying instantly. It becomes cool. Instantly kids would appeal to it. Mm -hmm. So, and it didn't happen. I met a friend there. So he recommended this another Institute. It's called, it was called a DSK soup info game. And that was, that Institute was also like, I found out and it was really expensive, you know, so that I didn't consider it, but my dad said, okay, just give it a shot. Maybe they'll take you in the third year or something like that. So that becomes affordable and stuff. So that time I made a new portfolio. Uh, I created this mini universe called Eklavya's quest. Okay. So it was like taking Eklavya and just adding more fantasy elements to it. So that was like part of my portfolio. Just to give so some context went... to
0: the listeners who may not know about
1: Eklavya's story, maybe you can elaborate that a bit more. Yeah, so Eklavya was from Mahabharata and the thing was, he was like an ace archer. So even better than Arjuna, who was like the main, like one of the top ranked archers or the best there was. But the thing was, and he used to follow his teacher, uh, like Arjuna's teacher, but he had never met Dronacharya. So when he actually met Dronacharya, he was impressed by, you know, Dronacharya was impressed by Eklavya's skills and he suddenly was taken aback that if he, if he keeps on rising, Arjuna would never become the best archer there there is. So there's a thing called Guru Dakshana where you uh, pay respect to the teacher or you pay him like uh, something for his teaching. So in the end drunacharya plays smart and he asks iklavya for his thumb mm-hmm. that this is how you would uh, you know repay me for what the thumb from I have his shooting play. hand basically. yeah yeah so because of that he could never be the same archer mm. so that is also like maintaining the balance and serving the purpose that was already planned maybe following the bigger path that's what how you can take it but that's how Eklavia was robbed from being like called the greatest archer because he would have been the greatest archer. Mm. So they basically I took this story and you know added some bit of fantasy elements to it and all that, and that was my portfolio. So I go there and uh, the people who were taking my interview, like one of them was Shruti, and at that time she had also she was also working on a similar game that got cancelled. And okay. which was also based on Eklavya. And this was for the time when PlayStation 2 was coming and they were making, they, they were planning to make homegrown games for PlayStation 2 and PSP. But a lot of the projects got canned. Uh, yeah. So that instantly, Shaka, uh, you know, she really associated with that. And she showed me the concept art like they had done for Eklavya Square, oh, wow. like the Eclavia game and all that. So... But that was like really good. And so I was instantly, you know, selected to the fourth year instead of third year. So like directly into the masters year. So, so that was like really good for me also, because then I would have to just, uh, manage the fees for like two years instead of three. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then the surprising thing happened because now majority of the teachers there were from France and UK and all those, uh, places. All right. In the fourth year in the end term, you, the artists. So it was like, uh, game designers, artists, and programmers. Okay. So, so now in the end, uh, like in the, like the first end of the first term, the artists had a u- universe project where they had to create a universe and the final, you had to pitch it to a jury game designers had a mechanic programmers had some AI stuff or some technical research. So that's when I created uh this took from eklavya and added more to it and that time i named it pretty silly it was called maximum mahakal because i wanted to take an indian word and uh, uh, a western or like an english word and just come up with something cool like okay. that yeah and shruti was she was like a trainer and she you know she was pitching like art style ideas and she said why don't you because she comes from a fine art background mm-hmm. And so she suggested, why not look into Indian art styles? Why not take uh, inspiration from miniature art or things like that? And then, because if you incorporate this in a video game, that is instantly a USB, okay. because people haven't seen that so far. So for that, I started to you know uh, research about Indian miniature painting, how they were made, how they were painted, how they painted trees, and because. I had seen all this growing up, all right, and it never appealed to me. But when I saw the skills and the artistry involved at that period of time, I was blown away. Because that's when you actually appreciate the art and skill. And I was like, this is like genius. Like the people who have painted, there is skill. It just maybe needs a better presentation. If I want to, you know, uh, adapt it for a video game. Right. So that's why I thought maybe mixing it with some some anime and maybe disney-like influences might just do the trick so i was just you know refining the art style where i was mixing the two yeah sometimes it's like
0: about recontextualizing existing art forms to suit current trends and also find your inspiration
1: yeah yeah exactly because you have to make it appealing yeah you know it has to like and for the generation like you you know the target audience what are the uh the Similar products that they are consuming, so you need to have somewhat of influence so they can relate to it and they they can, you know, they consume it easily. So, like that got selected, Mm -hmm. and so now in the fifth year, what happens is projects are selected, and now there are no game designers, game artists, programmers, they form like many teams. So, now you work on the selected projects, and people can, if your project is selected. People join your team and at the end of the year, you have to make a prototype. And that's how you pass you. That's how the jury ranks. The jury comes, they play the game and that's how you are, you know, uh, so you essentially get
0: get like a taste of the entire production pipeline in that one. Exactly.
1: Exactly. And that was like pretty much like that gave me the, because we were working, we were working as studios. Like there was a person who was appointed as project managers. We were already using like tools like Jira, Slack, and all those to track everything. And then there were presentations, there were pitches. So automatically it was like, that was like really helpful because it, uh, it was actually just, you know, preparing us for the industry and even like the naming conventions, how assets are made, how they need to be transferred. So we had to like follow like strict, perfect, like studio protocol. So now the thing was like, uh, in the end term, you had to come up since my universe was selected, I had to collaborate, it, collaborate with game designers whose project didn't get select, then make the cut and come up with a game concept or something like that, with the mechanics on that. We barely passed because, and still my. Like the people that I wanted to collaborate with, uh, their projects, like my game design friends, their project had already been selected. So they were also, you know, uh, giving presentation for the for end of the fourth year, Okay. so, yeah, so I did like really good art and just on the basis of art, these guys selected me and we go to the fifth year. Now my friends, their project obviously didn't get selected. That was a time where all the artists universe was selected. Okay. so since there were just 3 artists all right uh, so now my best friends they show faith in my project they join my team and we start working on this but now the thing is all the people like the faculty and game designers since they are from they never wanted an indian project or something that to be sele- get selected because they wanted something with global appeal okay so now it was like a reverse battle There, I was like, I had Western stuff influence so much and they wanted Indian. Now I was going too much Indian and they wanted a lot of Western influences on that. So, and it was so hard. It was so bad because they kept rejecting each and everything. Like each game idea we pitched. And since this was like a 2D side scroller, because I wanted to show the art and all that, they were like, there's nothing unique in it. There's nothing in it. And like my game design friends, they were like the toppers, and now their marks were at the bottom (laughs) because we were failing. We were failing, like constantly failing. But the art trainers were like super supportive of this. This almost uh,
0: reminds me of a situation where like the investors or the money people are constantly rejecting an idea due to something. Exactly.
1: Yeah. And it is so hard because you know, you work night and day just before the presentations, and it's like you're working. Against the clock, because you have to show so much and uh, obviously other students and other teams, they're like way ahead of you, you're far behind. Mm-hmm. And then when the pr- uh, presentation you're done with the presentation and they start asking questions, they start ripping you on stage. <laughs> oh man, it's, it's just so tough. And it reached a point where they were like, okay, this project is not working. We have to like completely scrap it. And because these students will fail because their scores are so low. So it's like, we'll put them in different teams and that's mm-hmm. how you go out, but the art trainers, you know, they just supported this project so much, okay. you know, they were like, no, why, why is it that a game that has good art style be selected? You know, why is it always have to be about game design? So it was like a big war between like game design teachers and the art faculty. I see. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but eventually it was jury time. And we killed it as a jury. So it was like there was a live uh, playthrough of the game, also, the game didn't crash and it was like one bun- punch after the other, and the jury loved it okay. because they were like, Okay, at least and that was the time where gaming industry was kind of evolving in India that was the time when studios were coming. They were like investing. Mobile gaming was actually going. And they were like, okay, we want this game for mobile. So there were a lot of like pitches also. And and they were like asking questions for that. So that became, you know, like a pretty good. And it showed me that, okay, if so many people from India are supportive of this, maybe people do want this kind of, you know, mix between or they Uh, culture or stories being represented in pop culture. So that is how it all actually started. Did you guys ever think of
0: taking that prototype further and refining it into an actual game that you publish
1: yeah 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 like we did because after the response that we got it was like so good so uh, one of the uh, team members he was from france so he already got into the process of you know uh, making like uh, like all uh, documentations and how much funding it would need but the thing was like, we had to do like compulsory internship and okay. all that to actually get the graduation certificate and all that. So we moved there, but then it was like really not becoming possible for us to, you know, work on it, but we still got the IP to our names. So yeah, it's, it's still there. Maybe someday. So, <laughs> oh, so you still own
0: the copyright to the game. then?
1: Yeah. 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 Because that when, because uh, all the artists, they had like really interesting universe. Okay. So like everyone told us like this has like really uh, pot- like big potential. So it's better that you take the IP from the college hmm. and they allowed it. They're like pretty cool with it. Like one of my friends, like he had a multiplayer MOBA kind of game set up in Udaipur where you, uh, Jodhpur, where you play as monkeys Whoa, because that's, that's where, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like re- one had a, uh, like Shreyas, he had a game that was based on uh, origami and you solve puzzles, so, folding paper and making stuff. So. Like that way, like everyone, like all the artists had like really interesting projects. That's really interesting
0: because I think just recently I saw a trailer where you play as a cat, a stray cat in the entire alley. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Definitely there is a market for a game like that where you're playing as an animal.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I think that time, like uh, whatever people had to say about the college and all that. It was really important, I feel for the game industry mm. and people from the industry actually feel that because that's when at least people were creating or experimenting with new ideas and they did like some of the students, they came up with really, really good ideas that could have actually made into like really good games. Right. So, yeah. No, that's actually, and, and that, So uh, no, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. I don't want to interrupt you. Yeah, no. So, and the good thing was that Shruti. Like since the art trainers, they were also like, so supportive of this Indian project and, you know, c- creating something for the country and knowing that they eventually went on to form nodding heads and that's how they reached me to work on Raji. So yeah. It was, yeah, so it was like really good. How, you know, things connected and how we, everyone met. Yeah. I definitely
0: want to get into your entire experience on Raji because As far as I know, you were the only concept artist working on that project, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And
0: that's one of the biggest questions I had over there was because it was like a relatively small studio. You had to take on the roles of like illustrating the backgrounds, character design, concept art for environments and levels. How were you approaching these different subject matters within the game?
1: Yeah, so I still remember... I decided to not do an internship. I was actually working for a studio. And so I was like, okay, I'm freelancing. I'm making way more than I would get in a internship and I'm staying at my home also. And the biggest reason was to practice more, mm-hmm. to get better. And to be honest, at that time also there were studios, but there was no concept artwork, it was mostly 2d art right? because you were making assets, you know, it's like, it's a, if it's a card game, then you're designing the layout of the card senior artist who is an illustrator would illustrate the graphic so you are as a concept art, you're just making like variations of the card you are doing ui and painting buttons or backgrounds mm-hmm. and i really didn't want to do that so and i was like if i'm working so hard i'm not working hard to do this i won't be happy it is like just why I am why, why did i dream i could just have picked up any job right mm-hmm. so i was just you know getting better waiting that i might get this opportunity and that's when these guys, they're already working on it. And they were like, if you're not working anywhere else, join us. And they gave me like, like some briefs of the artwork that they wanted. This was before the Kickstarter, okay. like when they're planning for the Kickstarter. And that was the first time. when actually I made a con like an environment piece. Oh, okay. And I was so happy that I was actually, you know, making this, this is what I wanted to do and I I'll be paid for this. And I'm, you know, this is like, I'm finally doing that kind mm-hmm. of work. So, and it was good. The Kickstarter didn't work out sadly, but like whatever work with it, laid the foundation to approach investors and everything. So, yeah.
0: How was it for you as an artist at that time? Because it's one thing if you're running the company, then there are different kinds of technicalities involved in a failed Kickstarter and trying to reach out to investors, but you at the end of the day were just an employee. So did you feel like maybe this was not working out and you wanted to quit that job or did you say that, Hey, no, I really believe in this project and I want to stick with them. How was that like?
1: Yeah. Like see, because I like middle of, there was a time Mm -hmm. where these guys also were giving up. Okay. Like they were like, okay, we have like exhausted all our savings. It's like, we'll go search search for different jobs and it's not working out for. And that was when I was also getting like really good offers from studios and all that. But somehow it was like, my heart was in this project and in this, you know, this, the vision that basically the vision they had, because I shared something similar and they shared something similar. So I was, okay, it's like worth fighting for worth, you know, uh, investing your time or just being patient with it. And to be honest, till date, personally, I feel this game was made because each and everyone in the team was passionate about it. If they didn't believe in the vision, if they didn't want to create something that puts India in the game developer map in the world, it won't have happened because it was crazy, crazy. Like the hours that people have put in mm-hmm. like such a small team, you have like limited funding and within this time you have to create a product. So it's like no sleep for anyone, you know, mostly at least for like the, the 3D artists and like everyone, the programmers because there were so many times the game broke there was glitches and so it was like crazy, I can't even, you know Yeah, I can only imagine <laughs> I, to,
0: I mean, it's such a tremendous job that they have done and now of course it's become yeah. such a massive hit across the world and yeah whenever Indian game dev- development comes into the conversation, I always make it a point to mention Raji because they really push through that hurdle of a failed Kickstarter and then, you know, created it somehow
1: anyways. So yeah, it was not easy because even I still remember for the first level, like the tutorial level, I was like sketching, like the process that we followed was because we wanted each and everything to look like a painting. So I was like sketching over each section, but that resulted in like around 70 sketches just for the tutorial level and so many unique assets. And then everyone was like, okay, like we might just, you know, kill ourselves. If we follow this, then we thought of a different approach. That's when we started to make kits like breaking down like walls, like deciphering, like the architecture and breaking it out. So assets can be reused yet. They look pretty unique. You know, we can decorate some corners. So that was also like a learning curve that entire team was like failing. And then, you know, learning step-by-step. And the thing was, uh uh it was like now it things had to be so fast, you know, because if I wasted time like two or three days extra making a concept art, everyone's work was delayed. So I had to be like really quick, get the concept, even if it's just a sketch, so that I can pass it on. And the 3D uh like the artist, he starts modeling and then he starts texturing and it goes in game. Were you, were, so if, were you
0: like working on any yeah. other projects while you were working on Raji as well?
1: No, 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 because it was like, just so, so, you know, crazy at that okay. time that I, I couldn't even, you know, like just freelance on the side or take oh. other projects. Yeah. 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 So because uh, like, yeah, because it's it sort of like, I really wanted to do some like nice painted pieces and paint more, but. You know, you have to do what is required, what gets the idea across. So it was like a lot of sketches, a lot of now, what I learned also was that you have to take control of the details that you put in and how you, you know, managing stuff, because if I make something super complicated, that like that is eye catching, but it takes like a month to produce that is a bad design from my end. So I have to work accordingly that I'm, I'm making, I'm keeping things like that is easy to be made yet. It is, you know, serves the design purpose as well. So this is the important takeaway that I took because it's like all, obviously in production, you're working against the constraints, like you hardly get freedom to do what you want or you want to, you know, if we want, we can just pollute it with statues and all the cool stuff, but you know, that's not possible.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and something that really struck me during when the game was being released, and I know you guys were sharing the concept art as well along the way, I noticed Mm -hmm. only a couple of illustrations, maybe two or three background art, everything else was just line art. So now that you explain the reason behind it, it completely makes sense. Yeah. Because of these restrictions. Exactly.
1: Because then things had to be like super clear for the 3d artist because I didn't want him to waste his time to figure out such uh, like stuff and maybe search for further references. Okay. This is a window. This is how it's broken down. Mm -hmm. These are the pieces that you have to make. And this using this, you can make this wall. And if you add this, then you can mix and match these dome shapes. And that's how you, you know, you can make a small section in the game and then VFX also VFX needed concept art. So I was like doing VFX concept art and if something in the game didn't work and they wanted something else. So just sketching over the screenshots and then the 2d cinematics as well, then making stamps <laughs> because, uh, like, yeah. So I learned how to make a uh, zebra stamps also, because like, uh, obviously other people could paint it because, but I was obviously painting. I could do that faster. So then I did the stamps as well. So, yeah. A lot of work, man.
0: I mean, I really find it very, very commendable that you were able to switch the mindset because like 2D art and UI design requires a certain thought process, character oh, design requires something exactly. completely different. Like um,
1: UI was the worst because I had to do it in Illustrator.
0: Ah, okay. So
1: so yeah, so and then just exporting uh, and you know re-exporting stuff seeing in game mm-hmm. it not getting pixelized or oh man UI was a nightmare I'm like just hire UI like don't ever come to me with UI <laughs> I'm again. pretty much done with UI. <laughs> yeah yeah I hated that UI stuff
0: yeah so something that I really wanted to discuss with you about this process was so generally in like larger studios as an artist you have like a series of artists you have your senior artists or leads and then mid-level junior etc but you were essentially the only concept artist there how were you making these decisions was were you reaching out to just your bosses or were there any other people who were you know guiding you as to how to become a good art director for yourself how was that like
1: yeah yeah absolutely like all the credit goes to like Ian Shruti like they were the art directors so mostly Ian was doing characters so if or if I was and Avichal was a game designer so mostly the good thing was. They would make, Avichal would come up with a character that he has to be this, something like a creature with fans. And he has to be like super quick. Shruti would then on maybe add some reference pictures. Shruti would make a nice mood board for me. So that's how things became very clear for me to start. Although I kept drifting from it at times because I wanted to add more of of my, you know, creativity to it, but then it was like, I have to serve their vision. I don't have to, you know, just take over everything. So that was like, that is also, you know, you have to stick to the mood book and you have to stick to the overall vision. So that is also something I learned and you know, that is what I improved on because I was doing a lot of extra work and work that was obviously going to be discarded. Right.
0: Did you, did you
1: guys, um,
0: like go to these architectural sites to maybe photograph the locations and stuff? Like, that. Yeah.
1: yeah, 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 yeah. So the thing is, like me being from Jaipur, I had never visited all these places.
0: Oh, are you serious?
1: Imagine, yeah, and that's how you figure out if that person belongs to Rajasthan because he has never been to these places. Because dude, the traffic is insane, man. No one wants to go to that area,
0: man. But I love the architecture there. I was, I was actually living in Rajasthan for four years, so it's like, yeah, yeah, locations are beautiful.
1: Yeah, exactly. But see, like. I have like I was born here, mm-hmm. so I've seen pictures and people going, and you know I could I would pass around like Hawamail, and so I was like okay, but I never went inside. The, I still haven't. Oh. <laughs> so like no one wants to go to that area, man. It's like it's filled with traffic, and yeah. So that's when, but these, they wanted to experience it for themselves because Mm -hmm. I had been to forts. It's not like I haven't seen a fort for my, in my life, you know, I had been to these places like old Havelis and this is what I've been seeing, Yeah, you know, since, so it was like engraved in my memory. And that is what, uh, when I was like listening to a podcast, like Spark. So I think he, uh, grew up to a place that was near a space station, uh, sorry, uh, 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 a NASA rocket, uh, launch site or something like that. Okay. So he was actually, you know, seeing all those machineries and, and, uh, satellite launches happening. So that's how his sci-fi this, uh, like his visual library is so much evolved and so good because he, he was like, he was introduced to his stuff constantly. And while he was growing up, uh, so. They wanted to experience it for themselves. And this is when I guess things were going in the positive manner that the funding was secured and everything was, you know, falling into place. So they were like, okay, it's Christmas time. We'll take a small break. We'll hang out. We'll chill and we'll explore these places also. So we pretty much covered all of Rajasthan. So, and that was like, like getting to know people also, because I knew Ian Shruti, Mm -hmm. but I was. You know, so and but we never had a like a it was always like the student teacher kind of a thing. so this time we actually everyone became friends, we were drinking, we're having a good time, and obviously collecting a lot of references, seeing what might work in the game, how things are painted, and how what are the textures of you know, rocks and all that, like ports and all that. Yeah. Wow, that's
0: fascinating. It's it's like such a journey, you know, building it
1: all from scratch. Exactly. And it is really important because when you see things physically and when you touch things, so that's how you you translate it better. Hmm. That's what I feel, you know, because you've been there, you've seen the scale. Like when I, like Mehrangarh 4, the first time I saw it, the scale, it just hits you, man, because you haven't seen something so, you know, like massive and grand in scale. So that's the feeling that you also want to convey in your art. So it's really important, I think, to travel and just to see the places. Uh, no wonders Disney spends like a lot of their good budget and sending artists to different places just for them to, you know, capture, sketch, draw, yeah. and feel the the place. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, a lot of even video game studios, the AAA studios, at least, yeah. spend yeah. quite a lot of money on yeah. sending people across. Exactly. And that's definitely exactly.
1: needed. Exactly. Mm, like just... e- even for people. Even like for game designers, level designers, mm-hmm. when you go and when you see the rooms, when you see the stairs, that's how you get ideas for, you know, level designs. And when you basically listen to the stories behind these places, like why there were uneven steps, the uneven steps were because when the soldiers climb, they would face difficulty and they would slow, slow them down. Yeah. So that's why the, uh, the stairs of these forts were very uneven. One was large, one was, you know, in height, so. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the king's room didn't have a bed with legs because someone could hide under and kill the king. So it was all flat. So, and this can be utilized in, you know, games so well, you know, something and you can turn something into a mechanic. As an artist, how much
0: influence did you have on the actual layouts and level design of the game itself?
1: Yeah, it was just basically I would, uh, they would send me a brief and then I would just send my version also of how I would interpret it and also take liberty to create something for the character, maybe a story. and if I would pitch it, okay, this guy is wearing a mask. Maybe this can be related to the main uh, antagonist or some way. So I was just pitching in story bits also. Mm-hmm. If it's VFX, I was taking inspiration from firecrackers a lot. Oh, okay. So I was like, uh, uh, so you know, they can you know convey that feeling or a particular attack can be like a, like what you call the Jameen chakra and all that you know how it spins. So maybe Raji chakra can have that sort of effect. So, so yeah, and if it if it ever was possible to execute or it sounded interesting, then they would incorporate it in the team uh, in the in the main game. Oh. So that was like I, I really enjoyed it. You know, just having something like a statue like that is. Like we still make fun of it. It was a section that Raji comes out of a cave mm-hmm. and there I placed a statue. And so instead of a normal cave, I placed a statue and uh, the opening is on like the statue's stomach. So it's okay. like, she's coming out of the womb of the goddess. Okay. So that uh, they were like laughing at it, <laughs> but then everyone like, no, this sounds cool. <laughs> so, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you got to sell the idea first.
1: I guess. <laughs> yeah I was like no see it is like very you know deep and you know it's like she's coming out from the womb and she's a new person now like getting the sense of Durga. so yeah <laughs> uh,
0: all that the symbolic meaning behind the artwork exactly yeah
1: yeah exactly exactly yeah. So sometimes like they're silly sometimes they're awesome but you have to you know pitch the, the ideas wow yeah. that sounds really fun. So are you
0: still <laughs> with um nodding head games are you still working there?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. So there is, we have like planned and enhanced uh, version of Raji. Hopefully it okay. comes out like very soon. So there were things that we wanted to improve on. So it's just working on better, maybe mechanics, refining them uh, more, some refined VFX, mm-hmm. better lighting and stuff like that. So just working on that right now.
0: So now that the game has obviously succeeded well, are you, I mean, I don't yeah. know how much you're allowed to reveal, of course, but like, are you guys looking at expanding the concept team to bring on more artists so that it becomes easier for yeah. you? and?
1: Yeah, I, I think like, I'm not sure of the plan, but eventually the studio will get bigger. Eventually, like once the enhanced edition is out, once like the proper, like what they have, like, but yeah, eventually things and the studio will expand. So okay. more concept people coming in more artists, more on that, depending on the vision that these guys have for the next game or the, you know, whatever idea they have, but yeah, uh, hopefully like the studio, eventually that's the plan to expand it.
0: No, oh, that, that sounds really fun. I'm, yeah, I'm curious yeah. to see what you guys come up with next, because obviously on a much more limited budget, you were able to execute such a good game. So when yeah, investors yeah, yeah. have more faith in the company it'll allow you guys to do a much better job even better yeah
1: exactly because i think the plan thing was like twice the budget and twice the years so So now they were like half the budget and half the (laughs) half the time so Mm -hmm. that was like because there was no other option you know it was like either just say goodbye to it or just you know struggle and get this out this kind of leads me to the next topic i wanted to discuss is like
0: what is preventing or holding back other game devs from india to Tell their
1: original yeah. stories and rather just copy what's already out there. Yeah. So, and this is the thing I actually hated. Uh, and I was like just rebelling against because even the studio that I worked for, they had like really good budget. Mm-hmm. Like, I kid you not. I don't want to take names, but they had like uh like a multi-million dollar funding. And yet, and they were hiring like the best artists, great salaries, great everything. But they want they didn't even want to, you know, experiment with a new idea, a new IP creating something. Mm -hmm. They were like, this is the art style. This is the art style that makes money. And we're going to follow that. This is the game mechanic that sells. We are going to do that. They have the power to do it. And they have so much power to come up with something, but they don't want to, because they don't want to take that risk of losing money or just a small bit of investment and like these studios, they make so much, so many prototypes Mm -hmm. and they discard them. And that same amount can be, you know, pitched to make a good IP interest in but for them, I think the, wor- the business model that works best is to make a game around an existing IP right. because the, it already has a fan falling. It is a short, short you know, guarantee that you will make your money back. So that is what happens. And at that time, like no one believed in console market. No one believed in, you know, it was like mobile games other, you know, that is what Indian industry is mobile games. Console games, it's too expensive. People don't buy those kind of games. Consoles are expensive. So that is what basically stops people from, you know, otherwise like there's insane artists, insane designers. There's so many ideas that people can work on, you know, it's just that maybe people are afraid. And I think now people can dare to dream and, you know, just follow that. Okay. If these guys can do it, anyone can do it, you know, like i don't think like we were special or we were just gifted we're just normal people who just stuck around and who had like passion that carried us forward we believed in this and it resulted somehow you know so it's just that people need to be a little more stronger and just you know go and just do it you know so, i yeah. think even the
0: tools are getting much easier now i mean with unreal 5 and things like that yeah 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 people yeah, can exactly. literally I, I, two
1: people can put a game together Exactly. And it is happening now. Like it makes me really happy. Now the change is coming because you need one successful thing Hmm. in each and any industry. It's like if one product does well, people will start, you know, and they will come up with better stuff, but, and that is how it should be. That's how you evolve. Right. Hmm. So it just takes one successful thing to work out and eventually it follows. And that is what I believe too, that India it's like virgin place right now. And like that eighties and nineties can be recreated here. We just need like IPs. We just need, you know, just people following and doing, creating more IPs. Because if one clicks, then it's like,
0: I think it's definitely happening. I mean, especially especially if you see in the OTT platform section, a lot of new content is being created for exactly, Netflix exactly. And Amazon. So definitely it'll trickle down to video games yeah, yeah. sooner than later, I
1: think. Exactly. And I was just uh, listening to Rohan Joshi He was on this photo and it was like people of this generation, they are blessed that they didn't have to grow up on the Indian television shows of the (laughs) nineties because there was, there was no imagination. There was nothing right now. You have things like sacred games or because they have good storytelling at least, and artists and people, writers, they are free to express. Mm -hmm. So, and there's a lot of, uh, you know, people are experimenting a lot with sci-fi and all this. So like the future is re- looking really exciting when it comes to especially, you know, uh, OTT and movies and for movie also, it all began to happen after Bahubali. Yeah. If there was no Bahubali, we won't have seen these movies that are being made now. So, yeah.
0: I think this also leads quite well into the short film that your friend Harshdeep is directing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. one of the first let's say live action short films being done, at least right now, as far as I know,
1: how how's exactly. that experience so, been like? So the thing was that uh, it is very hard to be a director, you know, like, even if like, especially in, in Bollywood, okay. It's really hard to break in people. Mm-hmm. It's like next to impossible. And like, I'm personally like blessed to have like great friends around me. And who have supported me throughout, you know, thick and they've been there through thick and thin. And Hajdeep, like, he's so, he was like so talented and each and every one of us wanted to support him. So like, and the thing was like, uh, me and him, we were like driving somewhere and I was like, yeah, why don't we make something, you know, like there is so much talent there. Like even we can do it, you know, let's make something sci-fi. We'll just, you know, record some footage. I'll try to, you know, learn some VFX stuff or, you know, incorporate it. Or maybe we can, you know, uh, ask these guys who are making cosplays. They can make a costume out of it and then we'll shoot them. Mm -hmm. So I had like a very small, you know, uh, vision in my mind. And I was like, you write something, come up with something. And he wrote something that had potential to be something really big. Although the short film was... uh, it was like it follows a simple story but the backstory like the world that he created a world without art where books are confiscated where there's no art where people the that thought of the ability to think is controlled by this entity this government and in that world there is this guy who is a poet
0: okay. who is an
1: artist and how he is influencing people and how the corporation wants him dead so that it, Instantly sounded like very interesting to me. And I was like, okay, man, let's do it. And then each and everyone, like our friends, everyone loved it. So from their savings, from their money, we just, and the budget was crazy, man. I could see it, how it was like, a like two, three lakhs. Okay. We can do it. And then it went on to like, like five, six and the end is eight.
0: Wow. So I mean, every time you want to execute a new idea, the budget just keeps
1: rising. Yeah. It was like, because he was like, no, I want this camera. I want this thing. I want this group because if you want to do it, let's do it this. Mm-hmm. And then even Santoshi, she was like, so, so cooperative because she was like, okay, I, I also find like faith in this. I want, I was searching for something like this. I wanted to do something like this. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll do this. I'll negotiate and I'll work something out. So it's, it's been good. Uh, Let's see how it plays out because right now the struggle is also getting the VFX done. Mm -hmm. There's some issues with people we want because all the delay is caused by we wanted to work with some certain people, some people, and the things are because right now we are exhausted our savings. Everything is that it's like only collaboration works for us. So, you know, so, and people who are collaborating also, they are taking out time from their work. So you can't force them to, you know, work instantly. They have to, because I want them to enjoy it. I want them to, you know, feel that passion or that excitement of working the project. That's how you do your best work. So if you're not doing that, it's better for it to take time than to put out something that is not, you know, working out well. So just uh, under like just the post-production stuff is going on. So I think hopefully by the end of the year it gets released. Yeah. So let's see. Wow. I'm really excited (laughs)
0: to see that then. It's not that far.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like the things would have got been like way earlier mm-hmm. because eventually we were planning it March or sorry, uh, April or May but then there've been so many issues because, uh, sometimes people get busy, like they give you the word and then they're not able to, you know, stick to it or they have some other obligations or things like that. So that's how then you have to search for other people who are equally good and who might want to work. yeah So yeah, it's, 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 it's that, that is also a struggle, you know, so Let's see how it goes
0: (laughs) as a designer. How different was it for you to design for live action where the props have to be really built out and everything is being captured in camera.
1: Yeah. So initially we wanted someone who makes cosplay to make the whole outfit because they have the knowledge and they can, you know, add their bit to the design also. Mm Then the thing was like the design was also getting a little complicated and it would have taken months to actually make that costume. So then again, I had to like redesign it. And then the people that I wanted to work on, they had some other obligations. So they just backed out and you know, they, uh, they, ha- so then we were left with no costume, who is going to make the costume and everything was booked. Like, uh, the show, shoot places in Jesselmeyer, the camera, everyone. And we had like 20 days to make a costume. And there was no chance to make it and everything depended on the costume. So then it was like, okay, maybe I'll just simplify it. We'll go to a shop, search for some, you know, like overcoat and we'll keep it simple. But then he was like, no, no, no. Hashti was like, no, we want to do it. Like, let's do it properly. Let's go for 3d printing and i was like are you, are you crazy like we haven't even done this like how can you know this be possible mm-hmm. so no no we'll, we'll we'll manage it and so a friend of mine who was doing like the art uh, art direction there especially on the locations and building the sets and all that so like okay i know a friend he is an art, uh, he is a, he has the 3D printing stuff for architecture models and all that oh, I see. so okay. maybe yeah, yeah 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 so maybe we'll talk to him so I was like, okay, let's give it a shot. Then we were asking for Santoshi's measurements, and we didn't know how to measure things, okay? Mm-hmm. And it had to be perfect because she was coming from Mumbai, and day after they had to leave for Jaisalmer. Okay. So then it was like building the costume piece by piece. So there was this portion that I had to build, get 3D printed, and then we had to attach it with glue. So then I was making things in Blender. Like concepting and making things in Blender, then sending it to that guy. He would maybe just remodel it or fix the edges and topology, and then print print it. Then there was the spray painting process that happened, and oh. then just assembling the armor. And I it was so nerve wracking because I was like so scared with all this because people had actually put in their money, and everything depended on the costume, and. Now it is okay. It is looking decent. It is, you know, uh, but will it fit Santoshi? So, so you guys were like
0: fitting it on the actor the day you were going to shoot it.
1: Yeah. We were just, yeah, we were like, uh, we created like a rough model of the person with the measurements and all that, just, you know, tying it. And it was so difficult. Also like, even from a point of view design, you don't see, imagine how things would interfere with movement or. Uh, when you're doing some certain poses because we're is designing it right. and I wanted to get that look of a Carl Belia, like how their blouses are made. So I want to make, make a sci-fi version of it. So I was following this certain silhouette of, uh, you know, how the elbow pads are going to be.
0: Wait,
1: can you, then, can you repeat that name again? I'm not too familiar with that. Yeah. It, it's like a, a Kalbelia. So Kalbelia, they are basically like dancers, uh, in Rajasthan. Oh, okay. So they dress all black and they have like a snake symbol and they're like the dress is pretty intricate. Okay. So I thought maybe this assassin and they have like certain like white, uh, like very, uh, Different color to their eyes. And mm-hmm. so I thought maybe this is a li- like really interesting look for an assassin, you know, and when you associate with a snake, like she's a viper, right. So, and I wanted to capture that silhouette in the design in the, uh, but then the shoulder pads, they were just not working. Mm-hmm. So I had to, you know, reduce the size, come up with something that automatically resemble to the blouse that they wear. And, you know, so that was also like a big struggle. And that's how... I realized that I need to be more careful and especially working with live action and maybe try that out with certain poses. If it's workable, if it's variable, if the attachments can be right, because then you have to think out the attachments also. Can this piece be attached properly? So, you know, like what is the length of the holiest and and all that, you know, stuff. Wow. So luckily everything got ready. These people and I was for that there was a fashion designer also Harshdeep's friend okay. who was making the costume of the poet. So then she was getting fabric. So all automatically you know researching about texture and how to you know make it look aged and all that stuff. so that was that was simple stuff. All right, that was easy because you're just working with lot. Mm-hmm. So now we assemble all the costume and everything ready. Santoshi comes, she loves everything. The gun came out great. Like the that she uses, and then she tries it on, and luckily it fits her perfectly. Nice. So that was a big relief. But by the end of the shoot, man, that armor it was just like hanging on thin threads, man. It was just ready to wear it, it was just completely falling apart. But luckily, we managed to take shots and something we let it in the VFX. So. <laughs> Yeah, and of course, but you did got it, the job.
0: She was wearing the costume in the poster that you guys released as well. So, I mean, yeah, I usually yeah. remember what it looks like. I'll, of course, be yeah. sharing the picture as well in the links when I yeah. release the episode yeah. so people can yeah. see it. How, how exactly did you go about contacting the actress, Santoshi? Like, was there a contract set in place or was it just a collaboration? How was that like?
1: Yeah, so uh, I was never thinking so big when it comes to, you know, uh, the actors and all that. And uh, the thing was, I was like, okay, maybe we'll go to theater artists or maybe we'll ask a friend of ours to, you know, uh, just, you know, work this, work with us and wear the costumes, okay. and, but, uh, Harteep was a big fan of Santoshi. And since he's a director, he's already, you know, casting people in mind for certain roles. And mm-hmm. he was like, she is the perfect for it. Okay. The look she has like everything, like the, her personality and, you know, her built Everything is perfect. And this is who I see as an assassin. And I was like, dude, we don't have money. Everyone is putting this saving. How is it going to work? She's going to charge so much. And, you know, you never know, uh, or whatever, all, all the things that she might require on the set, you know, all, all, all the things that they need, makeup artist or whatever. And so, Hajdee was like, no, no, let me just message and see. Okay. And he messages the manager and, and they really liked it. And they were actually searching for something like this for Santushi because that is the image that she wants to also portray that she's like really tough and she's also into fitness and all that. So, and she like, she instantly loved the idea and she was like, okay, no problem. I'll come. I'll do it. Let's do this. That's awesome. And we were like, still we couldn't believe that this is happening and she said yes. And she was like so humble, so down to her, like just ready to work with anything that was provided to her. Like I was not there at the shoot, but uh, like these guys say that it was like shiv- like crazy cold and she was wearing the, the armor, but she was there till the end, just, mm-hmm. you know, with the team and everyone. So yeah, man, it was like awesome. Yeah, it's like when matching. those passion projects
0: come together and people are really into what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing else really Exactly, Exactly. Ex-
1: exactly. And because the thing was like, She is such a big influencer and she has such a big following. So automatically we would have benefited from that as well, because Mm -hmm. now the reach is also expanded, right? Right. Because now when she shares it, when she, the people, her followers, her fans, they also want to enjoy it. Otherwise they won't have, you know, even known about this project or, you know, how hard it is to market. You, You can create like the best stuff, but if you don't market it well, no one's going to see it. True. So, yeah, yeah.
0: Wow, this is interesting because, I mean, even my interest lies in eventually going into that direction route. So it's interesting yeah, yeah, to see it, how Harshdeep is approaching this entire exa- process.
1: Yeah, and exactly like even when you came up with your idea, when you revealed it, it was like so happy. I felt so happy. Like, mm-hmm. you know, finally people are making their own stuff and mm-hmm. sharing their vision. So like, that's awesome, man. Can't wait for the next one.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's in progress. I mean, in fact, just today yeah. I finished the draft the second draft for the next short film so that's also in in progress so for for you I mean you obviously spent a lot of time on Raji where you were involved in a certain style and a certain look and then of course for the short film Renaissance is that how it's pronounced
1: yeah yeah Renaissance
0: that also has its own look what were you doing to break out of that to you know give yourself some breathing room and keep your mind fresh as an artist
1: yeah. So like, uh, this is something that I'm currently stu- struggling with mm-hmm. because, uh, right now I'm working on a matte painting for, for like for a scene. Okay. So this is when I'm actually like, I want to create something that is like fairly bit different and has mixes some like futuristic architecture with something that is of the past. So, but yeah, it all depends on, you know, but. On this project, I have some time that I can, you know, I have like discarded few pieces if I'm not feeling it Okay. and, but in the professional environment, you have to like rely on your instance and just searching and gathering a lot of reference materials. So they provide like that perfect source of inspiration for you to, you know, create that stuff or you just that you are able to come up with that idea easily. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it depends a lot on research and just. Browsing on Pinterest, trying to find something unique that actually that kicks in that imagination that you can, you know, do that.
0: Do you, do you like do any completely different personal projects, which are maybe smaller in scale to maybe explore some other themes while you're really yeah. deep into something else?
1: Yeah. Like, like there are a bunch of projects. Like eventually I also want to like create a, like a proper art book and work on this IP that I'm working in. So for me, it's like everything that I'm doing right now, it's just to make that book. Like even my work on Raji and even all this today is just for me to get better so that I can execute that properly. So that is like, like the eventual dream. That is like the goal that I have in mind. Otherwise, yeah, like I, uh, some, there's another project, uh, something that for my mentorship that I did for the world building. So I, I think that I come up with, came up with something that is interesting where it, uh, mixes psychedelic with, uh, you know, sci-fi and. Maybe, maybe like 60s, 70s, New York, gangsters, aliens and Pink Floyd, music of Pink Floyd, things Whoa, like that. That sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So like that is something like we are. We were told to create something for like a world for, you know, the project that you're going to do. And mm-hmm. this this idea just came into my mind, you know, exploring something with music and psychedelic art, something like that. So that is something I, I am working on the side and not right now. Like I was just really busy with some work. Uh, so, wanted to just finish that. So, once that is done, so mo- mostly I'll, I'll release that as a, like a mini project because now I want to do like the characters and some key frames and all that also. Oh. So, I mean, right from the
0: beginning of your career, you've been like a generalist artist. You've been tackling a yeah. lot of different
1: material. Yeah, yeah. Now, I, I don't know, man. It's like uh, if this thing goes against me or it works in my favor because... You, nothing can no one can beat a specialist because if you're a specialist you know you improve so fast you actually leave your mark Th- that happens that is true but for me like uh, I just can't give up characters I can't give up uh, environment it's okay to be like decent and bored and not extremely well as long as I'm having fun as long as I'm able to you know express myself so that is how like it is frustrating at times because when you see your work other people who are doing just that, they're improving so fast. They're like getting so better. Like, you're not reaching that level. Like, you might someday. It requires like practice. So, but yeah, you have to come in terms with that. Like, if you want to do that, if you want to do environment, just do that. If you want to, if you like both, then okay, do yeah. both. We, yeah, just. Come in terms with that. Yeah, basically. that's,
0: that's a great point. I think sometimes people waste too much time debating this whole thing and not actually drawing. Yeah. So
1: yeah. Yeah. Cause see, at the end of the day, you know, execution will keep on getting better. Every artist is going to execute, but what stays solid is the design and the idea. Yeah. That is the most important bit because, you know, there are levels to art. Also, some people would execute whatever you make in a very different matter. But people are going to remember the idea that is what is going to, you know, take things forward, take make you money or, you know, that is what belongs. That is what is unique and original about you mm-hmm. that you create. So, so I think that the idea and the design is very important. As long as you keep improving on that, it doesn't matter if you make like characters or environment, it will sell. Yeah. As long as the idea and design is there.
0: So this entire conversation, we've spoken about all these great projects that you've jumped onto and everything's worked out great. I also wanted to know if there were moments where you felt like you really were stuck in a certain situation and maybe you were feeling underconfident about your artwork or maybe you weren't happy in the direction you were moving in and how did you tackle that and get out of that situation?
1: Yeah, I might be in that phase right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's just like I, I really plan to just reinvent myself. So, I'm just like uh, not taking any further commissions or anything. It's just, you know, practicing, learning more and just getting better. And just like taking things at a snail's pace, basically, mm-hmm. and just, you know, getting to because the thing is, this is what I feel is like. Uh, uh, since i was never I, I didn't go to an art school from the foundation like my foundations are still they need some you know uh, refinement and some learning even with my stroke because when i see people that have gone to art school the way they hold the pencil and the confidence that they have in the stroke you can't replace that with an artist who is who has just learned things on his own so that's there so i'm just trying to you know uh, refine get better at basics and and previously this phase came into my life when i just came out of like graduated out of college okay so that was the time and then i wanted to be a freelancer so the studio i was working out with that time they were like paying me really really good like it was dollars so you can when you convert it to indian rupees it's good mm-hmm. so but then that studio got bankrupt okay so money got stuck okay. and then it was and then it's like I found another person who wanted to make game. I was collaborating with him, worked for three, four months, and then he ran away. Didn't pay me like he just gave kept, like he was just giving me tests. Okay, can you do this character? <laughs> like this is the test. Okay, I do it. Okay, now you are you're hired as a character. Do you want to do environment also? Like, yeah, I can do environments. Okay, then here's a test for the environment. <laughs>
0: Wow. What
1: a scam. <laughs> oh man, that that guy, and because you're like really new to this, and you get easily swayed away because you know, you're just getting work and mm. you enjoying doing it, so you're like okay, okay, no, you know, let me just trust this guy. So that and then that time it was like you know like really bad for me, like there's no work, nothing, and then you keep self doubt, self doubt, self doubt. But then that time I think I. Did that Transformers Indian series, like Indian version of Transformers. Right. So like, yeah, yeah. So that time, like doing that, like mentally also, it was satisfying because I was having fun Mm. doing that. And then the result of it, like how everyone appreciated the project and all that. And I got more work because of that. So that actually played well. That project
0: went pretty viral, right? I remember it came out yeah, yeah, a lot yeah, of that, publications yeah. That
1: yeah, 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 That that became like really viral. So everyone liked it. That's amazing.
0: It just goes to show. I mean, if you just have some idea that is
1: true to yourself, yeah. it just works out. Yeah, somehow. exactly. And, and it, it is like such a simple thing. And I don't feel that I was the only one who thought of that. I'm pretty sure so many people would have thought or would have imagined a vehicle transforming uh, into a robot. Like... That was just, I was just sitting there in the car, I was just seeing an auto and I was just like, that's what I do. I just imagine, you know, a d- giant creature destroying the city and some robot flying and me saving the world and all that stupid stuff. So yeah, that's how I imagined it. And I was like, okay, you know, let, there is no work, nothing. And let, let me just, you know, try this project. And then it kept on, I was tackling different cars and people started really enjoying the whole series.
0: Yeah, it was just the juxtaposition of familiar vehicles on the Indian roads as Transformers. Yeah. It's something that was yeah. not seen at that
1: time. Yeah, and then uh, the more I did this, more I could attach a personality to the, the car. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, you know, like the Fiat one, because all those old ads had Jackie Shroff in this. And he was like all that, he had that macho image you know with the mustache and the goggles and all that stuff mm-hmm. so I gave him that personality I see. so then bo- I was incorporating you know Bollywood actors into those uh, characters and so yeah so that became like really fun doing it
0: wow that's awesome man I mean you've done quite a wide variety of things so I'm curious to see where you take this forward H- how long yeah. have you been working professionally for at this point
1: for, for, I think con- I'm fairly new to concept art because I think I started working professionally, it was like Raji. So I think around, uh, end of 2015 or early 2016. Well,
0: okay. That's not less time though. That's like, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Five, six years. Yeah, into, yeah, 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 yeah. We are five, six years for, for, concept, but like I've like before that I was like trying to get into comic books and, uh, you know, uh, Mostly doing work for. Uh, I was into a metal band like mm-hmm. that time. I was to do vocals for that. So that's how I actually started illustrating and learning Photoshop because I was making flyers and posters for them. So I actually worked as a illustrator and graphic designer also. So now I wished if things were better, I could have like started way early and jump straight into concept art. Right. And even at that time, like the. I remember this uh conversation with uh, Patil somin and he was like, I was like, you know, is there scope? Like, can I make a living and I want to do a concept art and I don't see any studios and everything is like outside of India? And how do I become a concept artist? So he just gave me a very good advice. He was like, see, there is right now there are no studios, and even if there are concept artists, there are hardly one or two in a studio. They don't require that big teams, you know, for concept art. So keep this goal of becoming a concept artist as a long term one, mm-hmm. because you can't become a concept artist straight away. It is going to take you time. So take whatever is coming your way. If it's comic, it was like graphics. If it advertises, as long as you're sketching, you're coming up with something, you're working with people. Just do that and keep that vision of becoming concept as a long term thing, because it is going to take you time. So I was like, okay makes sense
0: that's awesome was um being a part of the of a metal band as a vocalist did that in any way influence your artwork down the years was that any influence
1: yeah so so the thing was that is all i wanted to do at that point of time out of college, uh, like out of school. And I was introduced to metal and I just was like, so attracted to being on stage and just growling and, and all this music, it was so passionate for me that point of time, I was like, okay, art became like a secondary thing for me. It's like, okay, there's no money in metal. This I can't make, you know, I can't be in a band and make a living right now. So it's like, I can do like a normal day job and. After my job, if I'm getting to jam with my friends, if I'm able to make, I'm happy in my life. That is all I need. But eventually, that faded, on. I was more. I started to find that passion for art again as I started to discover concept art. I started to discover artists, and I thought, like, this is what I always wanted to be. And I, there was time that I was like also regretting that I wasted so much time. I could have been, you know, studying concept art or getting better at it. But then like, like I said, like really blessed to have friends. So that's when like one of my friends, like he said that nothing is wasted. You know, everything, you learn something from all the experience and you never know how or what, you know, it is going to help you. And, and that is true because I met so many people on that. So if in the future, if I want to write a story. All those characters are going to be derived from the people that I've met, the interesting faces that I've seen, their experiences, their struggles, and how someone, you know, with massive skills blows people away and his struggles. So that's how you learn. Even this world-building assignment, I, I was listening to that sort of music. I was passionate, so I could relate and I could come up with a story that incorporated you know, psychedelics or, you know, all this, how music can change people or the impact music have on people's lives. So, yeah. So like now I, I'm beginning to appreciate that. I don't consider that as a waste of time for me. Yeah.
0: This is actually very similar to a struggle that I went through as well, because I studied architecture yeah. first and that's a five-year long course. So for the same, exactly. for a long yeah. time, I had the same feeling. Like I wish I had, yeah. you know, gotten into concept art that much earlier. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah. Yeah. I mean what you've put across just now is so important because it broadens your horizon much more and I think you okay. can quite clearly see artwork by people who only know concept art versus who have mm-hmm. other experiences because they're okay. able to draw yeah. from a lot of different things and yeah. just getting stuck in that concept art bubble so to speak is also not a very good thing I think
1: yeah exactly because the end of the day okay you're designers and i think concept art is your mix of artists and designers Mm -hmm. so you need to have some sort of artist side to you as well you know and that comes when you meet people when you have experiences if you don't have experiences what are you going to say what stories are you going to tell right so like like people like some uh kids that come up to me and they say, okay, are we want to be a concept artist. And, uh, you know, uh, should we go to a college? Uh, is it a waste of time? So I was like, okay, you might not learn anything in college. Okay. But just go there for the experience, hmm. you know, that matters so much. You know, you'll feel so many things you learn to deal with people. Like there's another life that you're going to experience that is also going to shape you as a person. So, because even in college, like see what you like much said this, uh, like what you do eight hours in the studio or in college, they, that doesn't matter what you do eight hours that you get after your work are really important. True. So even, yeah. So even your college is like, I, I thankfully I heard this when I was in college. So I really use that time wisely, you know, after college, like practicing, not just chilling around and it's important to party. It's so important to chill and so important to hang out with your friends, but yeah. You have to like create a fine balance, but yeah, it's like, if you can, uh, if you're going for a concept art school that has like students, that's great. If you are setting for maybe fine art, that is going to take two or three years. And you obviously you're going to learn something out of it. Just go there for the experience. Because I personally feel that that is also, you know, important. There are like more things to life than just, you know, this one thing that you are chasing.
0: Yeah. Especially something like. Just something as basic as communication skills. You can't build it if you're always inside your room and not talking to anybody.
1: Yeah. And and like for me, all the work that I have gotten till now has all been because of my friends or the people that are connected in college. There's like no new client that has just seen my work somewhere or their approach. And it's been consistent. That's like the first gig, like first concept art gig, like the one from the company, like my friend went, to uruguay and he was in a studio he was interning there they wanted an artist he just recommended my name mm-hmm. and i was working for them so and so far it's been just all that for me you know so for somebody yeah. who
0: is not that fortunate where they have such a good network of you know creative friends and for whatever reason yeah. they don't have that network what could you recommend yeah. them you know how do they actually approach building these connections especially in a situation yeah, I- right now where you can't travel that freely
1: yeah, I think it's like Discord is the best place right now, and you know, the online community because that is also like really, really, you know, good. And that's how you can actually meet new people, and that's how we've met basically, you know. And it's like it feels like as if we've met physically, also, you know, in person. So that's that's just great because you talk, you share ideas, and that's how you know. So that's a great place. And another uh thing uh is THU like i can't recommend that to in, like more because like that changes you as a person that is like such a great experience so like save up your money and it is like worth each and every penny spent so yeah, THU is like all these conventions and all that, it's like, they, they are great. Like, especially like ones th- that keep happening. So it's really good to, you know, just save your money and go there because you meet so many people, you make connect so good connections there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Wow, well,
0: that was a, that was a good way to, I think, wrap up this conversation. We've been going for like one yeah, and a half hours at this point.
1: Oh, wow. But, oh no.
0: <laughs> But yeah, man, like <laughs> you said, be... it's like, it just feels like we're talking to each other in person
1: yeah yeah That's exactly really... because because the thing is like like we've been so inspired and influenced by each other also like because we are coming th- we've had the same struggles we've been caught in that same dilemma mm-hmm. the same same questions that we've you know answered and then we see like like everyone is improving they're getting there it gives people hope also and they're inspired so it's, it's like good to you know connect and I'll Especially the podcast that, that you're doing. It's like, it's. Go- I'm sure it's going to help people so much.
0: Yeah, I can. I just hope it does. It helps people. But even if not too many people listen to it, I think just for myself as an individual, just talking to so many yeah. people has been a great experience no, exactly. as well.
1: No, no. I'm sure it's going to like, it has like personally, when I uh, was listening to like JB, I'm a big fan of him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so it's like so nice to see these people and, you know,
0: I'm just going to leave you with one last question, which is how far ahead are you planning your artistic journey or your personal life? Are you looking at like the next decade and how you want to look at it or more like in the next couple of months?
1: Yeah. So I eventually want to like the, my dream, the the big one is like basically creating more IPs Mm -hmm. that can actually translate into TV shows or you know like movies and all that so like the art book that i want to make i eventually want to see it as a bollywood movie and i want to also like create shows like i am a big power ranger fans fan you know so i really want to create something or similar for kids in india or something like a show that is like power ranger and that has some cool mix and design but i eventually want to work on that also so it's just creating more ips i think that's how i want to you know yeah, that's, that's the
0: plan that's a good dream and a good plan to have I wish you the best yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah
1: thank you so much
0: awesome man this was really fun uh, good to catch up with you again and let's just continue saying so much absolutely awesome, man.
1: have a nice weekend i'm man.